One, prepare. We're not prepared. Check that off the list. Take two stays over. Not happening. Welcome to the best kind of worst. No, no one fucking cares. Everyone cares. Who? I care. Dick suck. So there I am in the parking lot, underwear and a guinea. Hang out in the backseat of a 7-Eleven. It's an We might die. So you want to talk about those lesbians? We need a Bay update. I slept on the fucking tile! Day, man. Did you forget the rest of the words? Oh, I fucked the words. Fighter of the night, man. Oh, yeah. Champion Champion of of the the sun. sun. That was good. Master of karate and friendship friendship for everyone. everyone. Day, man. (laughs) All right. We're in. What is happening? We're in. We're live. We're live here in the TB Cow Studios. We're also live on that Facebook. Yeah. We're going to do a couple minutes. I think every episode. Are we on little Facebook teased. or are we on Instagram? Instagram. I mean, Instagram. they're the same company. Same right? shit, right? Right. Is it? Right. Get all up in it. Yeah. Getting all up in it. Should we uh, redo our sponsor since we already told the, the Instagram's our sponsor? But uh, for the podcast, we've podcast. Uh, we want to give a shout to Seven Sun Brewery. We went there today and had uh, a few four ounce pours. Tried a few, a couple different IPAs, a couple other randoms. Um, so right now, this week, our sponsor is uh, Electric Lizard Strawberry IPA. It's a Seven Sun collab with a Pipeworks Brewing Co. It's a fantastic beer. I would like to say that's a. That's a fantastic can art. Oh, very good can art as well. Very, very good, good can, can art. And uh, yeah, I guess it's a collab. They took an IPA from Seven Sun and an IPA from Pipeworks and uh, basically put them together. And it helps kill the strawberry a little bit from the one and kind of equals it out. It's fantastic. Yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. I didn't really know how I was going to feel about the strawberry because when we talked to the, yeah. the lady tender in there, uh you know, she said the strawberry comes real through, but because of the the added double IPA, yeah. uh, it kind of neutralizes. It helps. It does. Yeah, it does. Because honestly, uh, I probably wouldn't like the other one. Yeah, because <laughs> it would be because that the it's not ultra strong on the strawberry, but it, it comes through, and I think it's just enough. So I I feel like just having whatever the normal beer is would be a little little much for me anyway. I would have to agree. Yeah. So anyway, so, so good. how's your week? It was good. It was good. Uh, well, as as tiring as shit. Uh, we moved. Yeah, that's right. Moved. Moved over the weekend. Yeah, and that's always a disaster. <sighs> yeah, that's that's always fun. It's always fun. Well, you know, um, you know, uh, senior is getting old. Oh yeah, he's getting up there. And he's had some health problems of late. Are you gonna talk um, into that microphone? Or are you gonna? I'm just gonna mumble. Yeah, senior is getting a little old, and he's been uh, having some health problems of late. Yeah, um, a little harder for him to. Yeah, him to yeah. lift things he these just, days, I guess. He just recently had a procedure, so um, yeah, it was just it wasn't easy for yeah. him. For him, and uh, you know he likes to, uh, you know he's uh, he's one of them old lions. Thinks old he's still cats. a young buck. Yeah, thinks he's still a a house cat. Yeah. You know, and frolic about. Reality is kind of like old Yelly. You just got to put him down. You put him down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, my brother, uh, Uncle Judy. Uncle Judy. 
Uh, he's just out of shape. I mean, that's <laughs> that's just God. It. What is he like? Twenty five? Oh, two? two. Twenty-two. Two. God, even worse. He's just he it, can't lift. That. Listen, I'm out of shape, but I can still move shit. He got a. Uh, he got real in shape there for a while. He's always been a skinny kid. He's just like he's yeah. just like senior. Uh, but yeah, he was just out of shape. But he he, <laughs> he did his thing. He he held his own. He helped. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then you know, good old Shelly. She's a she's a mule. <laughs> so you know, she reminds me of a Barbara Bush man. She's out there chucking wood and just throwing yeah, shit around man. and just taking care of business yeah, yeah she billy clubbed me a couple times just on principle <laughs> just because she just could. just to just to just let to me set know you straight just let to you let know me where know where she's at you taking a break what billy club uh but no the move took uh took like three or four days man it really was oh, it took a while rough. yeah it's it tough when it takes longer than it needs to well i mean all the big stuff we didn't like Six hours. Quickly. Yeah, Six hours. yeah. That's always the easy stuff. Yeah, it's all the little shit. Get the shit. couch, get the dressers, get the beds, get all that shit out. That's always the easy. It's all the little shit that you got to pack. You think you're packed and then you got all this other shit you got to find somewhere to put in a box and load up all these random boxes. Oh, and, and they're the, the two of them, uh, my parents, they're awful. They're awful at moving. Yeah. They're for as, un, for as organized as, as Shelly is, they're... <sighs> Yeah, that's better. Anybody that's helped their parents move will understand exactly what I'm what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, try to do some studying, but you know, with moving and putting stuff away and hanging stuff. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, because uh, we rocked for probably three straight days, and like yeah, the next day, I was just pretty much just laid up, just, just done. relaxing, just done. Yeah. You know, and then we had the fourth, which yep, we'll get yep, to. That's true. You know, and then the next day, you know, you might get like a half day work and then, you know, we're all the way to today. So, and I mean, you just, here. you blow a week and you don't even realize it. Yeah, so. it goes by quick. I got a little bit done, but, uh, yep, you yep. know, I, I got more than I thought I would given the circumstances. I didn't think it would take four days, but, yeah, yeah. you know, that was it. That was a typical week, you. Nice. Uh, not a bad week, I suppose, uh, for the most part. Um, you know, I was on vacation last week, so we didn't record. Went up to to see the family, so that was a that was a good week, and uh, yeah, just been kind of getting back in the groove this week. Had a couple business meetings, uh, worked on a couple edits. Um, pretty standard week, kind of getting back into it. Other than you know the fourth, uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Standard, fairly week. Not bad. Yeah, could be worse. Suppose. Suppose. How was uh, how was the vacation? Oh, it was great. It was a good time. It was just uh, hanging out with family, you know, just going. And I uh, last, shit, I don't know, what, seven years when I had my full-time job. It was basically just once a year. Sometimes twice I'd be able to go up and visit. So it was nice to be able to take this uh, mid-year kind of trip that I haven't taken in a long time. If I remember correctly, there was a time there where you went like almost a year without being home, right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, no, it's pretty much most years. It's just Christmas time. I go up around Christmas to New Year's, so it's it's usually about a year yeah. in between for the last seven years. Now, there's been uh, in the last seven years, it's mostly been that there. I think there were two years that I went up for one other time, um, but it was usually just like a quick weekend. Like uh, you know, I went up for my mom's fiftieth birthday a couple of years ago, and that was kind of a random hey extra trip, but it was only for like three days you know so 
to be able to go up there and just spend a whole week um, and just relax. And a lot of times, too, when I'm up there for Christmas, I'm running around, I'm seeing people, I'm buying last minute gifts. I'm, you know, it's, I've it's never, a lot. I've never understood that. I've never understood like people going to see their families in other states, you know, on Christmas and considering that quality time. Because it's, it's, it's really not. not. No, it really isn't. It's it really, really isn't. not. Because by the time you sit down with your parent or and you go see, you know, your sister, yeah, you're just running around, your niece, your nephew, it? your uncle, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. uh, Uncle Nino on the corner of uh, Telefero yeah. in Columbus. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to see everybody and catch up. You're and hey, strung, how you been? And, you're strung out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, most weeks I go up there, it's just running around nonstop 24-7 and you know, this was nice. I mean, I obviously I still this this was really just focused on immediate family, you know, spending time with mom, spend time with the sister and the nieces and stuff like that. You know, just, you know, the immediate group of people. And then we had a little uh, little cookout on the weekend. So I was able to see some other people and see a couple of the close friends I've kept over the years up there. And uh, yeah, so it was nice. It was it was a good week. Yeah, a good week. I was glad I was able to make it work. Yeah, I, I I have a strict no traveling policy on holidays. Like uh, you know, because my it's mom tough. my mom has her side of the family, and my uh-huh. dad's got his side, whatever. You yep. know, and then like you know, there's all those other like branches off, yeah, yeah. branch off little yeah. parties. Yeah, you know, I, I I I tell them every year I'll go one place. That's it. Pick a place. Yeah, I I I'm go I go everywhere. one place for them, yeah. and I always go see the white family because that's something I enjoy doing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you always know, gotta go see them. You always go to these. If you go to two or three different parties for your family, there's always going to be, you know, of the of the majority of them, maybe one you'll actually enjoy. The yeah, rest, yeah. the rest, you're just there. You're just kind of there visiting, and it's hey, good because you you're seeing people you don't normally see. Yeah, but you're not really enjoying it, right? So mm-hmm. that's why I tell you, you're just kind of there. One party. Knock out most of the people. If I don't see yeah. you, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'll see you some other time. I'll see you throughout the you year. You know, but I do that one thing and then I go do something that I enjoy to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. go see, go see the white family for yep. an hour or two and I can come right back. Yeah. Just, it, no, and it, yeah. When I go home for Christmas, Christmas day, you know, at least the last, you know, few years, uh, I guess for a while now we, we go to my sister's and anybody, everybody's welcome. So you can come, but this is where we're going to be. This is our spot. This is where we're celebrating. A lot of people just stop in for an hour, stop in for a half hour, come all day. You know, just whatever you want to do, we're here. I won't say which side, but like one side of my family just turns into a pissing contest. Like, <laughs> like everybody, like every subset, the family hosts their own party to see which one was the best. Yeah, you know, had the so best party. I don't, I don't do all that. Yeah, I, nah, I don't. I don't get caught nah. up in all that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I just want to relax and hang out and visit with people. Oh, come here because we have. A We've got this brand or, new kitchen, yeah. or you know, we just bought. I, no, don't I don't care. get. Don't I don't get caught up in all that. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I, it's Christmas. Uh, I would like some ham and some turkey, and I'm good. Maybe right. uh, some uh, Melanessa if Michelle's cooking. Yeah, yeah. Hey. But no, man, the, the holidays are tough. Man. Holidays yeah, are tough. yeah. So it was nice to have that week. You know, it's nice to go when it's not a holiday. You know, exactly. It was nice to have that time. You know, my sister pretty much took off work early almost every day I was there or every other day she was able to swing getting off early or at least coming to meet me for lunch or you know something like that so it was nice to get that extra time with her um so yeah that that was kind of my last week and this week obviously then we had the fourth this week 
Yeah. It was a pretty good day. It was a good day, man. It was a pretty good day. Uh, we we uh, we did end up making the the rum ham. It was a whis- it turned into a whiskey. Yeah, because we did mention wanting to do that yeah. right on an episode. Um, yeah. yeah. So the last one. Episode eight. Episode eight. Okay, so we did end up going with a whiskey ham. Whiskey ham. Now you know I I did run down the three things you have to do for the Fourth of July. Uh, dress like the flag. Dress like the flag. Shoot a gun. Only drink and eat American things. Yes. Uh, we stayed pretty true to that. You did uh, screw up with the with the whiskey. Yeah. So I did go with a Crown Royal, which is traditionally Canadian, Canadian right? But they had the special Canadian. edition Texas, Texas Mesquite. Mesquite. So it kind of made up for it. Yeah, it was in it red, was white, still, and blue bag. Yes. And it did taste like barbecue. So. It did. It, it was. <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, I, yeah. I went over the house and you had the ham sitting there in the My in the little in- oven and. I grabbed a piece and I think I got drunk off the one piece. My entire, <laughs> my entire new house smelled like whiskey. It did. Yeah. It, the whole yeah. house smelled like whiskey. Yeah. As soon as I walked in, I was like, it was so delightful. Right, he's got the ham going. He's got the whiskey ham going. Uh, it was beautiful. It, it honestly. It's fantastic. I, we still got some in the yeah, fridge. It couldn't have tasted better. And you're just, when you chew on it, you're like, it's normal ham. Yeah. It just tastes like ham. And then you swallow but it. But then it hits you in the throat <laughs> and then you're like, wow. Oh. <laughs> It's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, I brined, it was good. I brined it for like for like ten hours, just in a bag of whiskey, and then just baked it in a in a pool of whiskey. So yeah, <laughs> that's essentially all I did. Yeah, it's basically just whiskey oozing out of ham. It was fantastic, though. No, oh, we went to a concert fantastic. on the fourth. Yeah, went down to a concert uh, down there at Ferg's and two inch two inch voices voices. Got to give a shout out to two inch voices. Uh, my buddy Jeff. He uh, is a good dude. They got it's a, a good, they brother got a good there. band going on. They got a new new album coming out right now. They're shopping some new uh, some record labels and all that. So I think he mentioned they were should be finishing mastering it here this week. Yeah, or in I the think coming within weeks. coming weeks. Yeah, he yep. said it's basically done. They're just waiting on a couple things and then they're mastering. Shout out to shout out to our Instagram. Uh, we got a, we got Uncle Tully. Oh, Tully's up in Tully there. Tully live oh, on yeah. the gram. He says Tully hello, on everyone. The gram. What's up? What up, baby? So, uh, what up, baby. But yeah, so we did the uh, did the concert. That was a good time. Yeah. Shook hands, kissed babies, met people. Hey, ran into ran Networked into a little bit. Ran into Ferg. Ran into Ferg himself. God, uh, what a lovely human good being. Good dude, just hanging out with people. You That's know? the second time we've uh, run into him. That's only the second time I've been to Ferg's and the second time yeah. I've ran into him and taken a picture he with him. He is he is the legit <laughs> owner and proprietor of Ferg's, uh, I guess entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Ferg's I guess. B- sports bar sports and Sports bar and grill, but then they got the one in Tampa too. That's uh Ferg's live. What a just a nice dude, man. He just yeah, walks around, dude. he shakes great hands, dude. hugs babies. Yeah, he just walks around, he's, he's just just there. happy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just happy. Good yeah. dude, good food. Go to shout out to Ferg. Go to Ferg's. If you're yeah. in the St. Pete Tampa, go to Ferg's. Go to Get Ferg's. yourself some wings. Good time. Have a couple of cold ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was the fourth. It was a good time. We uh who else was there? It was Alien and Farm, but yeah. we totally missed we, we, somehow. Yeah, I guess we missed them. We walked across the street to go uh, get a little something a little different because we had ate at Ferg's when we first got there. And uh, there was that little Asian spot across the street. We're like, yeah, let's go check that out for lunch because, I mean, shit, we were there for eight hours, nine hours. Yeah, I mean, we were there we, for about eight we hours. We needed to eat two, three meals while we were there. Yeah. So uh, we ate at Ferg's and then we were like, uh, we were kind of at the outside stage and said, screw it, let's go over. Uh, tried something a little different to eat, and uh, when we came back, realized we missed Alien Ant Farm. But uh, then we had Lit and Pod. 
Lit was good. Lit was good. Lit was pretty good. Played uh, some classic tunes. Uh, yeah, they played their hits. The 45 to 50 year olds in there were going berserk. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, P.O.D. was pretty good. P.O.D. was good. P.O.D. was pretty good. We uh we we dipped out a little early on them just to go eat again and looked, beat some of the traffic. Looked a lot younger than I thought they would. Yeah, well, I mean, they were. I'm pretty sure they were a pretty young band when they kind of blew up. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they they were looking good, looking yeah. solid, sounding good. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It's a good time. We it was a good forward. We had some flag. We had some flag on us. We had American beer. We drank uh, the old Sam Adams 76 all day, a good American beer. Good revolution, 76. Hey, as Ron Swanson eloquently said, history begin July 4th, 1776. Everything before that, mistake. Mistake? Mistake. Yeah, sounds about right. So, yeah. Sounds about right. We should just throw out everything before that. <sighs> yeah. If it was right. only that easy. Well, where do we go from here? That's our weeks. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah. What do we want to talk about? I don't know. Want to go to articles or you got something else we want to talk about or? Uh, shout out to Sam76. That was the yeah. sponsor of the day for the 4th. That was the sponsor of the day for the 4th. That was a I've great never had it before. Beer. Great. It's fantastic, right? It's actually a uh, an ale and a lager mixed and it's revolutionary. Beautiful. So that's what we drank along with the... The whiskey ham, Texas mesquite. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's been the week. That's it. All right, that's the end of the podcast, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> that's a real short one. Yeah, we're done. We're no, out. No. Uh, no, I mean, I we should probably talk about the hottest topic in sports, and also the most boring topic in sports. LeBron James. It's been a couple uh, weeks since uh, we mentioned yeah, his name. Yeah, it might have been a couple weeks since uh, we I've mentioned been, him. I've been jonesing for uh, me some LeBron. Yeah. Well, the the hottest news right now. Bron Bron. Going to the Lakers. Going L- to the Lake Show. Lake Show. Get it right, son. <laughs> Going to the Lake Show. I don't really follow basketball too much. I mean, it's outside the Celtics. I really don't care much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Although we do talk about LeBron. Le- but you know, when I He's think, always in the news. When I think of LeBron James, I think of him as an entrepreneur, not he so is. much no, a basketball he is. He player. He is. And- because he's not pigeonholed like some are to just yeah. that one thing. He is yeah. an entrepreneur. Um. Four years, hundred and fifty four million, fully guaranteed. He's that's locked great. in for four oh, yeah. years. That's the longest that's the longest contract he has signed. He usually just does the one and ones with Cleveland, which is kind of funny. Well, but you're gonna go to you're gonna go to well, he he's only ever done that in Cleveland because he wants to go somewhere else. Because he doesn't like Dan Gilbert. He doesn't like staying he there. He doesn't like the owner because he's an asshole. <laughs> that's simple. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. I'll take if I'll take your word for it. I don't know the guy. Yeah. But uh yeah, four-year deal. I mean, if you're going to go to the Lakers, you got to just jump on. You know he's going to thrive there. You know, I mean, it's it'd be stupid for him not to do a bigger deal. I don't I don't like him leaving Cleveland like, just because oh, he's— Oh, you mean again? I mean, I just—I don't like him leaving at all. Look, I, I, I like players to stay oh, me with too. their teams. I, I like, but when he left Cleveland the first time just to go get a few trophies and come back, he— I was he, fucked. He went out the win- it went out the window. He, and, I, and I understand— most analysts and reporters aren't aren't really dogging him for leaving again because he did he did exactly what he needed to do. He came back he, and brought him yep, a championship. Won him championship. That's I mean that's all you can do. I mean look, won a championship. And they hey, move they on. did not put a good team around him. 
They didn't. No. So they if didn't. he can go and find a good team, because the problem is too. I mean, he he has to do a lot to make up for not having a good team. Look, they were so destitute in the finals that basically he at thirty six, I think thirty six, thirty four. You know, he's playing forty eight minutes. He's not coming off the court. Because he is the only player on that team. He you know, can't. you got J.R. Smith just dribbling the ball out in the fourth quarter with a chance to win game oh, one. Oh, God, that was awful. Yeah, that's a, that's a serious changer. Yeah. That's a serious changer. Yeah. Because now, because they won, I believe they won game two. So now mm-hmm. you're up. They went out 4 0. I thought they won one game. No, they went out 4 0. 4 0? Yeah, because they would have won the first game. So Actually, this attention. was, I think that that was in episode five or six. You uh, <laughs> you is, said, no, they did win one game. That but. is how much I pay attention <laughs> yeah, exactly. to the baseball. No, I'm pretty Basketball. sure they went out 4 0. Um, I don't like him leaving, and I don't like him going to L.A. because L.A. is Kobe's team, and and before that it was, you know, um, yeah, but Jesus. you know, Kobe's out. Wilt Chamberlain's team. <laughs> oh my God, I couldn't get that out. You know, it was Magic Johnson's team. Yeah, and I just don't well, like they, him going they out. They have a lot there. of greats there, so I mean, it's. But, but if you're LeBron, where else do you go? Well, that, yeah, I mean, where are you going to go? Well, I guess whoever wants to give you money and whoever has a solid team, right? And they don't have a solid team, but you know, Lonzo Ball is a good player. Well, they've player. got a decent team, and he makes them a solid team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, allegedly, Magic Johnson flew. Well, LeBron had already owned a home in LA, so he was actually at his home in LA. Mm. Magic Johnson was able to sneak, I guess, out of his house or out of his office without the media seeing him, and actually went over met there. Up. Met up at LeBron's house. He mm. stayed there for I think three or four hours up until like one or two in the morning. Mm. And they mapped out this plan. There is a, there's a, that's why he signed a four-year deal. There is a long-term plan here mm. to bring a championship to, back to L.A. Oh, hey. um, I, 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 don't, I don't really care where he goes. I don't but. think this is just a basketball move. In my opinion, this is more than that. You got to look at LeBron. When I say LeBron's well, What's an, he doing on, in Cleveland? No, no. It, I, I, I'm, I'm you, jumping the gun. Yeah, here. <laughs> when you look at LeBron, you, you when I when I look at LeBron, I see him as an entrepreneur. When you yeah. look at Magic Johnson, I don't automatically think basketball. I am I think entrepreneur. He mm-hmm. partly owns the L.A. Dodgers. He uh, he is the president in uh, basketball operations for the L.A. Lakers for the Lake yeah. Show. Uh, he's amassed over a half a billion dollars. This is something that LeBron wants to do. He wants to follow in those kind of footsteps. Yeah. So I think this is more than just a basketball move. This is a business move. This is oh, a absolutely. business decision. This is a chance for him to learn from Magic, to pick his brain, to be something more. Because, you know, say what you want about LeBron James. I don't care. I don't care about the argument one, two, best. I don't care. He's probably one of the smartest players you'll ever see. Yeah. He can play any fucking position. That's not something well, that Michael it, yeah. Jordan, that's not something that Scottie Pippen, that's not something that Wilt Chamberlain or a lot of other people's can, people can say. He can play any position. Yeah. He knows them yeah. well. Yeah. So Absolutely. there's a there's a job for him in a suit and at any team, yeah. at any level. Yeah. Right. So I think this is more you than a basketball You take this four-year deal, you set a lot of things in place and then maybe you're, you know, coaching or yeah something yeah. you know you're setting yourself up for for uh you got a little Ooh. battery warning we've been live for what like 20 minutes now yeah we're gonna cut this live yeah, feed off Instagram so we can off. that's too much it's too long i actually forgot about it yeah. I, just, I, I honestly <laughs> yeah. just forgot about it i was gonna say it earlier i was watching it but yeah. we were going off so i was like All fuck right. it uh, the last thing i remember saying hello to pot yeah yeah <laughs> i don't either all right. Sounds good. All right. Oh, 
Arizona. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's probably just a, a good future move for him. Yeah, I think it's more than a basketball move. And there's yeah. a reason why I signed, like I said, four years. Yeah. Uh, and this actually caused a seismic shift in uh, the NBA because the next day, the Warriors go out and sign uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Ladies and gentlemen, the Warriors starting lineup is five for five all All-Stars. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. All right. And now Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Spurs, who, as Michelle Beadle beautifully said, is an obnoxious diva. Now doesn't want to go to the Lake Show because he doesn't want to play second fiddle to LeBron James. He wants to go to the L.A. Clippers now where he can be the number one. Look, there is a real problem in the NBA. Now, I don't watch the NBA that much, but they have a real problem with this new CBA they signed a few years ago. You, when you have teams like the Warriors being able to put five All-Stars in their starting lineup. It's a bit ridiculous. And you have players like Kawhi Leonard holding up their teams and basically demanding where they want to go. And you have a you have a guy like LeBron James being able to just willy-nilly leave go a team and kind of go wherever he wants. That is a that is a cosmic problem for me. And it's something that needs yeah. to be dealt with because you have small market teams now that literally have no chance at winning. Yeah, pretty much. You know, Pretty look much. at uh, the Greek it's, freak. It's becoming unfair. I can't pronounce his name. It's this long name, but his gimmick have... his gimmick is the Greek freak from uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. The Milwaukee yeah, Bucks, know. he's probably a top five player in the league. How are they What's gonna... he doing in Milwaukee? Well, because that's where he was know? drafted. Well, I know. Right? That's, that's great. And I, he's... Like you said, you like a, you like a person that sticks with and a franchise. And he opted to stay there. Franchise. And, and that's what I like, too. That's good. And he opted to stay there, but now, but now how do you keep doing? him happy yeah. now yeah. after this after the second deal that after he signed with you guys, moves. right? Because the rookie deals, I think, are like two or three years, and then he signed a four-year deal or five-year deal. I'm, I'm going to fuck all these numbers up, but you know, you get a kid that's 21, he plays for you for seven years, and now he is considered you know, an, uh, like the upper echelon of players. Yeah. How do you keep him happy if you can't put anything around him? Yeah. yeah. What do you? I mean, honestly, you have to do what's uh, and and it's. I hated what I hated what the 76ers did by basically tanking every year to mm-hmm. get an, one overall pick, yeah. the first overall pick. But guess what? It's kind of what that's kind of the, what what you have to do at this point. Yeah. Like what else do you do? Yeah. You got to be able to grab somebody good and try to lock them in at least for yeah. a couple of years and see if you can grow it, grow something around them. Because the mon- yeah. the moniker for 76ers for the last two or three years was t- trust the process. We're just going to we're just going to lose every game every year and we're going to keep stockpiling good players. This is what we're doing. This yeah. is this. Is this, this yeah. I mean, we're not going to hide it. We're not going to hide it. This is what we're doing. Yeah, that's that's what you're telling teams. I mean, look at look at Oklahoma City. Yep. Durant left Oklahoma City to go to the Golden State Warriors and he leaves Westbrook because they you know they don't they don't want to play second fiddle, but they but Durant's okay with making a a super team basically. You know? Yeah, yeah, see it's, And I'm not wrong in Durant. He had I mean he he put his time in, in Oklahoma City. It's different it's different from the LeBron James move. Yeah. Um you know, I don't I don't know. It's it's NBA's you know I for me the NBA's a mess right now. Yeah. And it you know, it's sad because if if Golden State, the Lake Show, San Antonio, and I mean I, at least I can say our Celtics have well, built that, a team. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's is, like uh, the one. That's the. I, mean, I saw a pretty good meme uh, when this when he went to the Lakers and it said LeBron James goes to the Lakers. Uh, breaking news: Boston Celtics win the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, because 
literally he's the only thing that was holding them up for 100%. many years to win the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. They make it every year or, you know, almost every year. They make it fairly consistently and they got shut down by LeBron. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least I can say the Celtics have done it the right way. They have been competitive most years. They've gotten uh, some luck in the lottery. Yep, yep. You know, they've drafted well. Look, I, I can honestly say, we, I, in my opinion, we've done it the right way. Yes, we started the super teams with, with Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Yes, we started the big threes. Oh, there's, we did. I mean, shit, it goes back to the original big three, you know, and it goes back to other big franchise teams. I mean, Kobe and Shaq on the Lakers yeah, together. I, I, mean, I, yeah. I mean, this isn't this isn't anything new, but it's it's escalating. Yeah. But I think our new team, we did it the right way. But I mean, uh, my point is, if it's not Boston, if it's not the Lake Show, if it's not yeah. the Spurs, if it's not Golden State playing, who's who's I'm a contender? really not going to watch. Yeah, because yeah. it's not going to matter. Pretty much, pretty much. Right, I've talked enough about basketball. I don't like it that much. Mexico's got a new president. <laughs> Great transition. It's the first actually, time since 2000. I actually did not know this at all until you said it. Just I now. Didn't, I didn't know it just now. Uh, until, um, I don't know, 25 minutes ago when I saw it. So you're saying they, ooh, never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. New so you're president. saying they have a government. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, I don't know how much it actually does because I'm sure the cartel just owns it all. But uh, yeah, probably they have a new president. Um. First time since 2000, a left-wing candidate from a non-traditional party won the country's presidential election. So, yeah, I mean... Are they still going to I mean, there's a there's a whole big article about it, but it really doesn't say much. It really doesn't matter. Well, I mean, hopefully it's... I figured g- I'd throw it out Hopefully there. it's for the good of the people, because they could really well, use absolutely. some stability. No, absolutely. That would be fantastic. It's, you yeah. know, I, I've been there a few times... Well, more than a few times, and it's a, it's actually a really it's a beautiful country. The people are really nice. I, I love going down there. Everybody's afraid to go down there because it's dangerous and this and that. And if you know the areas you go to and you're safe, it's really not that bad. Um, you know, but but it has its issues, and and they need some stability. They need some uh, influx in economy because it's very poor. Yes, but. You know, overall, it's it's a good country. It just needs some work, you know? You know, and it used to be that the crime was only in certain parts, and now it's kind of it's it's spread it's out. It's spreading, and, that, know, and that's part of the problem. Even in the most populated cities like Mexico City, and I spent... Uh, well, but that's just, that's bound to happen. Yeah, you no, know? no, no, 100%. I, uh, I did spend a couple days in Mexico, and, and yes, they will try, if you walk down the street, they will try to sell you anything. Oh, absolutely, but... Um, that's most countries you go to. I but mean, I, I have to echo the people were nothing, nothing but nice. Fantastic. Anytime I've ever gone, everybody I've dealt with is overly nice. Too yeah. nice almost. You know? And it's great. It's a good time. It's nice. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I so get, new president. I hope it's good for the people. Yeah, hopefully. You know, hopefully they can help, you know, get some shit going for them. Clean it up a little bit. So... That was my segue. What do you got? Well, I I don't I don't I didn't read too much into it, but I guess Roseanne finally did uh, an interview. She did a uh, she was supposed to uh, a couple days after the tweet, the illicit tweet. 
She was supposed to go on the Joe Rogan podcast. She did not. She elected oh, she not. Was, huh? Yeah, yeah. She was. Because well, he had told somebody on the podcast I was listening to that he had talked to her right after it happened. So because she was coming, she was scheduled to come on, and she was going to discuss the issue. Yeah, but uh, decided against it. Well, she went into uh, isolation. She just shut down. Someone from her camp reached out to him from what he said on his podcast, and then uh-huh. they said she would not be coming, and, and he. Re- because she's a comedian, obviously they know each other. Well, yeah, that's it. He talked f- to her personally, and they I, talk from time to time. They I'm, know I, each other. I'm not going to say they're friends, but I know they're acquaintances. They're, I, I, they're friendly. Yeah. They know each other. They talk. And he did reach out, and uh, yeah. she wasn't really responding to anybody, not just mm, him. Interesting. Um, but she did finally do a little um, an interview, and then she started, you know, talking more. Yeah, but she kind of shut down for a little while. Yeah, for about two weeks after the incident, mm, yeah. um, and it looks like she has a. A large, she says, she has a large money offer from another network to develop a show. Interesting. But ABC is. Well, they're moving forward. They're moving forward with the Connors. With the Connors, right? Without her. Yep. It was the last I saw that they're moving forward with the Connors, but she will not be included in that. She will not be. No. But if she's got a, a possible deal somewhere else, is the cast going to. Or, and maybe the. Whatever the other deal is, maybe it's not for the show Roseanne or the Connors or something like that. So maybe it wouldn't matter. But if it is for Roseanne, do you think the crew would go or the cast would go with her or go and do the Connors? I don't know. I guess it'll depend on when deals happen and how quickly things move. Yeah. And I, I, I it's been a couple of weeks since it's happened. Um, and, you know, like we said, we didn't do any, any recording last week. So I've had some time to think yeah. about the situation and I'm not, I, I know a lot of people are labeling her as a racist, but I'm not so I'm I'm I don't believe she's a racist. I don't believe she's a racist. I I mean last you, time we talked about it, we kinda said, Well, she's an old white lady, what do you expect? But at the same time, I don't know that she's overly racist. Yeah, I've had some time to think about it and when you think back on specifically just speaking of, of the show Roseanne, back in the eighties, she had uh multiple characters in that show of color she had multiple did she characters that were lesbian or gay i know about a, that I don't, a, i'm not sure about the color i don't i might be misspeaking on the color and i'm not saying there wasn't any i just i can't remember any significant roles because i mean i watched that show quite a bit when i was a kid but i don't know but of I, any but i believe she was an advocate roles. for the for that type of equality across and that's, the board and that's great yeah so when I in in just in just simple reflection on 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 just is she does this tweet make her? I don't believe it does. I don't think one one statement makes no. someone racist. I feel in that case everybody in the world is racist. Yeah, I. It's difficult because Ari Shafir was on the Rogan podcast and he said, he goes, A plus B equals C. What yeah, exactly. her tweet was, was, was a prototypical joke. It's a joke. Yeah. And I, I agree, you know, but in, but it's to an extent, not something to an extent, that, you know, it's not something that, that, that you should joke. It's not a, it's, it's not a joke in good taste. I heard something about like, she didn't even know the person she was talking about was black at first. Cause apparently they're not, I, I don't know. I don't recall who the person is, but apparently yeah, they, Valerie Jarrett, they, she doesn't look necessarily black. Well, yeah, she was, she is of, she's of African, African American. Yeah. 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 She's born in Iran. So she's not going to be, that's it. So, yeah. so I think yeah. uh, I had heard some, it might've also been on the Joe Rogan, uh, that's, you know, 
she didn't know. She just kind of made the statement. Didn't know she was black. And at the same time, have have we gone so far as a society where we can't forgive people anymore for making mistakes? I think so. Have we gotten <laughs> to that point? Where I mean, I think it'll blow over and it, it, we will move on. People will, will forget. She'll start working again, but it's it's going to be a little bit before it settles down. But for a vast majority of people, they're not they're never going to forgive her. And I think we've gotten to that point where there's yeah, a large portion of our society where, oh, you you. You make one mistake and it's like, you're done. You're a piece of shit. You're done. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You know, I, I think it's a, that's a dangerous thing for, and, 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 and it's, it's getting worse and worse every day. You know, look, we didn't really talk too much about, you know, we talk about sexual assault a lot, but we didn't really talk about the Chris Hardwick situation because I personally didn't think it was as bad as what people assumed. It was an yeah. assumption. Yeah. You know, he was pulled from all of his gigs with Comic-Con and mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Everything. You know, he still kept his Talking Dead show, but they removed his name off the Nerdist website. He lost a ton of stuff, and it comes out, you know, while you're on vacation that, yep. you know, the girl had cheated on him, and she had begged to come back. He took her back and just didn't really want her to hang out with guys. And that's kind of a normal yeah. thing for most guys. Yeah. Well, especially when you're prone to cheat. Yeah. Like, hey, how about just you just on. don't go hang out with any other yeah. guys? No, am, am I saying... you're probably going to cheat on me. Am I saying he was right? No. You know, but was... But you was, can't fault him was for feeling that way. Was she sexually assaulted? Absolutely not. Yeah. Was he emotionally demeaning? Probably. Yeah. Where there arguments, but you got to understand, probably. you know, when he had just gotten cheated on, their emotions are high, things are going crazy. You know, you know, a couple of days later, the texts come out where she's just texting him nonstop and he's not responding. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I personally chose not to talk about it because I didn't think it was as serious as people thought it was, because we've gotten to that point now where it's he said, she said, I say this, this is what happened, that's it. You know, it's the same thing with the Zizanzari. You had every chance to leave, say that, yeah. right? You, you well, had a, and that came you had a, out very quickly that you had a he did nothing wrong. Date. You had a shitty date. Thankfully, it came. You like were you just said, trying to get some money. Thankfully, it came out that he wasn't. Came out quick, right? But Chris Hardwick's comes out a week or two later. By yeah. then, you know he's dropped from a ton of yeah. appearances. Yes, and now he doesn't even get credit for founding one of the largest podcasting companies. That's the problem that we in were, the world. That's right? the thing we were talking about. Is you know, uh, we mentioned this weeks ago about how. <coughs> You do one thing and everybody's so quick to jump the gun on. Well, you're you're another piece of shit male. Uh, so bye bye. And now your whole reputation's ruined, even if you did nothing wrong. Yeah. Did nothing wrong. You know, it it's it's a very interesting time. We got and nothing new, we, but we still managed to bring up sexual assault. We don't. And if we don't get a hold on it, we're on a slippery slope, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. We're on a slippery slope. We are. You know, and it... I'll, I'll add another article into this little like this little rant we're having. Uh, Allison Edel, uh, a woman, she called the police on an eight-year-old for selling water outside of her business. Yeah, yeah, stating, I had heard something about that. That's ridiculous. Stating that the little girl did not have a permit to sell water, and the reason why she was calling the police: one, she didn't have a permit, and two, she was being loud and disruptive to her business. Now, and what this isn't the first time this has happened, and no. this is fucking ridiculous. Kid wants to go sell some water or some lemonade on the street. Fuck off. Let him. 
What's yeah. the problem? And I mean, here's the thing: she is she runs a, a medical marijuana shop. So it's <laughs> so like you're disrupting. You're I'm not, pretty sure everybody not, coming not, out of your shop is going to need some water. You're not helping yourself, right? But you know, of course, and the and the people were very calm. The 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 adult with the girl was her cousin. They were very calm and they videotaped their calling the police and everything. And the lady, uh, Miss Edel, she did go on national news and she did apologize. She stated, "Of course, because now she's going to lose business." Well, she stated she got caught up in the moment. Now I can. I, I'll, what I'll, moment though? How do you I'll, get caught up in the moment? I'm giving A kids selling water outside. Who cares? They're trying to do something good. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not accept. I'm not going to say, "Oh, I accept their apology." On that, but the 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 family has said that they they refuse to accept their apology. You know, the reason why I'm, the reason why I will meet her halfway is only because the majority of people that are outrageous, she did this. And, and, and trust me, I'm outrageous. She did this. She should have never done That's this. It's ridiculous. They're, they're labeling her as a racist. She's getting death threats. I don't think why she's a racist. Was she, the little girl's black. black. Oh, jeez. You know, and I don't, <laughs> I don't think that makes her racist. No, because it's happened to other kids yep. too. That, I mean, I, there wasn't there that one about the lemonade. Yeah. So, uh. Last month in Stapleton, Colorado, two boys were forced to shut down the lemonade stand. And last year, a man in Discover Discover Bay, California, threatened to call the police on a five-year-old girl over her lemonade stand. She was actually fined. The little girl was Jesus fined in this case. Uh, Jesus and Christ. in both of these cases, the children were white, so they never it never made national coverage. Yeah, right? nobody cared. So it was white on now white. Now we just so want to throw the race the card deal. because it's white on black. Exactly. So, the, you know, this goes back. Is this lady a racist? In most people's eyes, yes. But in mine, she's not. No. She's just no, an aggravated... For... She's an aggravated, uptight person who... Yeah. Uh, Didn't want somebody standing outside her shop. All right, cool. But cool. a kid's selling water. Like, hey, maybe if, the, maybe if they are being very loud and they're standing right outside your shop, ask them to go move down or something. You know, because then you're disrupting their business. And... You know, you probably need a permit and you're probably, you know, soliciting on a business. Not supposed to do that, but a kid selling water, who gives a fuck? But to call her racist just because she got a little aggravated that they were being loud, like, that's ridiculous. And then, you know, after the lady apologizes. Now, if she said something wrong on the video, I'd like to see the video to know if, like, maybe she said something kind of racist. I don't believe she did. You know, because then if she did, all right, but. You know, but. She did go on national and she apologized. Why can't we accept this lady's apology? Why do we keep needing true? Hey, banging her down and true. saying you're a racist, you're hey, a terrible person. That. You know, look, we all make mistakes, and and trust me, I bet you people that listen to this, we've done something worse than calling the cops on an eight year old girl. We've done something much more worse. Sure, worse, but it's a different uh, category, oh, I oh, guess. Hundred percent. I mean, it's, I mean it's, we we can't compare. It's a right? stupid thing. Yeah, it's we different. can't we can't compare, but you know, internally, we all can think of something we've done that's probably worse. Right. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I just I think we're losing this compassion for forgiveness. And I'm not saying we should forgive everybody and just move on. Right. But, you know, when someone makes a mistake like that or a dumb tweet, it's different than killing someone or sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. You know, if you sexually assault a child or you sexually assault a woman, like there's not I don't have much forgiveness for you. No, I have no forgiveness for you. I have no forgiveness. I, 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 yeah, I, I have none. You're have a piece none. of shit, and that's fine. You're done. <laughs> I didn't want to say none, but you wouldn't fully know. No, I have none. I have none. I have, none. No, I have no sympathy for you. Not. I have uh, no sympathy for you. You know, when 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 does when 
we've put such because there's 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 right and wrong no matter what yeah you know what i'm saying like there's certain things yes everybody fucks up everybody does something stupid in their life but there's certain things you just don't do that you're supposed to know as soon as you're fucking born basically yeah like you don't touch a little kid you know you don't touch somebody that doesn't want to be touched it's not that hard and i think that we've gotten we've gotten to the point where we just want we just want justice you know, we have this thirst for justice why they, instead uh, of education. Like, yeah. in a situation like this, with a lady calls a cop, she just needs to be educated. Like, why is why is this wrong? Well, because you know you're you're being ridiculous. You're being right? ridiculous, exactly. exactly. A, a man that touched that 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 can, can that can violate a woman or violate a child or a woman that violates a child. I for me, there's not much education. No, right? There's not. There's. No. There, I don't think there's anything to learn. Because you, sh- you, you, you shouldn't. You you shouldn't. You should already know that. You right, shouldn't yeah. have to be educated anything on that. You know, you're taught right and wrong. Don't do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, 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 it's a, it's a terrible time right now. I think it's a terrible time in our country and, and I think in the world. It's tough. You know, we have to find that line where we can, we can forgive and we can, you know, attempt to. Yeah. You know, move on. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm an idiot. What is it? What do I know? Ah. You know, not to touch little kids. I do know that. I mean, as far as I know. Uh, staying on the sexual assault real quick. Oh, God, you um, got more sexual assault? No, no, no. Well, I mean, kind me of, kind of. Uh, a country, and I've and I've, I've lost the country. I think it's Switzerland. What? <laughs> uh, consent. I got to type it into Google. Uh, they actually have, they just passed a new consent law. Oh, man, I just saw the fucking article. It just happened today. I just saw the article. Uh, they just passed a new consent law that it ha- you, the woman actually has to say yes verbally. Well, you you had said there was a couple states that were like that. There too. are a couple we states. Were, didn't yeah. we already talk about that a couple episodes ago? Yeah, but this country but, just, uh, just changed it to, they have to verbally. The whole country. Yeah, every, the whole country. that They have to verbally say. Have to verbally say yes. Yes. Consent verbally, yes. Oh man! So then you pull your phone out and make sure you record that yes, right? I mean, I guess. Well, because it's like, uh, yeah, you I need guess. to get the consent, but some of these women that consensually have sex and then come turn around and you know want to try and get something out of it, you know that that's the problem. That's well, I'm, I'm not saying it's the only problem. Obviously, you know, slippery slope there. Well, no, no, no. I, but that's part of the problem. Yes, it's both yeah. sides. It's asshole men that are doing something wrong and then it's asshole women that are trying to get something out of it and accusing people that didn't do anything wrong so you could still end up having that issue but i and you could still end up having both issues because you know you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit you're gonna do what you want either way but it at least helps i think yep it's an it's an interesting thing to do but i i think it can help i'm still trying to find the damn country yeah. Switzerland, maybe. Switzerland, I don't know. It's a foreign country. All right, well, We're some terrible. country did it. Let's move on. We're the worst. Uh, and I guess staying on the racist topic, uh, so Zachy Efron from uh, uh, High School Musical. High School Musical. High School Musical. He's actually been in a couple of funny movies. Uh, yeah, I've seen him in a the neighbors. few things. Neighbors. neighbors he was, was good funny. in that. Yeah. Yep. Him and uh, little, was- little Franco. Yeah, yeah. Little brother. I heard he was good in um, 
Baywatch, but I didn't see it. I never saw Baywatch. Didn't see it, but I heard he was pretty good in that. You know, I like him. I, th- I think he's a he's a good actor. He's usually got that kind of random comedic relief style. Um, well, because you know him from High School Musical, where he's just kind of singing, no, dancing. No, I don't. And, and, I, I, well, I don't. Whatever. He's just singing, dancing, and he just looks. He's a good-looking dude. And then you see him in a role where he kind of can be funny yeah, and a little bit yeah. vulgar. You're like, oh, yeah. you're a funny guy. You're, you're funny just dude. naturally funny. Yeah. He decided to get a new haircut, ladies and gentlemen. He decided, and obviously, this you just can't do this overnight, so this was a long-term project. Okay. He decided to get dreadlocks. Okay. What's okay. wrong with that? What's wrong with a white man getting dreadlocks? Nothing. I, I mean, I, I, I know, I, I, you could kind of say I had some sort of a dreadlock at one point but not really it was doesn't just, surprise me but uh it wasn't really dreadlocks but you could say they were kind of it was kind of nasty um well because you have but to I stop know, washing it right yeah yeah you, and yeah. then you gotta apply oils supposed, and twist yeah, it yeah you're not supposed to wash so yeah. um I, i've known many a white man to have dreadlocks i mean fuck in the 90s most what let's say uh 15 to 25 year old white males had dreadlocks if you've ever spent more than <laughs> I mean, a week come in, on. if you've ever uh, lived even part-time in california you've thought about getting dreadlocks right surfers if you've been a surfer skateboarders thought about it. skateboard if you yeah. listen to the beach boys thought about getting the dreadlocks okay if you listen to morrissey dreadlocks yeah don't matter if you thought about wearing a cardigan to a bar dreadlocks <laughs> okay if you thought about wearing trendy glasses that actually don't have a prescription in them, dreadlocks. Because you just want to look like you just want to look cool, dreadlocks. Well, I guess it is a problem. Uh, people Why? are people are calling cultural appropriation. They're calling them <laughs> culturally insensitive because it's not a traditional Why? white haircut. Who gives a fuck? It's a haircut. It's a fu- I, He's not the first white guy to have dreadlocks, and no, he won't be the last. I actually think there's more white people with dreadlocks than than black people. Yeah, probably. I mean, I know I'm going to be wrong with that statistic, but well, but still, but yeah, but I, but it's the point you're making. Maybe because I noticed it more than I don't know. It's just ridiculous. <coughs> Look, it, the moment the so what? So only what? I mean, so is it just black people? Is it because what Jamaicans are known? Jamaica, right? yeah, ha- yeah. So it's like yeah. So can only Jamaicans have it? I guess. And that—that's what we're saying. Well, I mean, if you're okay, so if you're white, what kind of haircut can you have? You can have the wave thing. What's uh, the, the uh, booth, where you just kind of have like the, the, the haircut he had before? The, yeah, the, the bouffant. Or um, um, you can have a comb over, but that's kind of like that's kind of like for Eastern European German, yep, right? Yep. That's also true. Yeah. Right. Um, um, right. So if you're black, you can have dreadlocks, cornrows, uh, flat top, flat top. You can have an MC Jerry hammer. Curl? Jerry Curl. Jerry, for me, Jerry Curl is Hispanic. Really. Because I see a lot of a lot of Mexicans with Jerry, Jerry Curls. Then, I'm not yeah, trying to be guess, disrespectful. No, I guess that's true. Yeah, right. I guess that's uh, true. If you're Spanish, what kind of hair? But see, that's the thing. I, that's, I, that's a great point right there. I have a man. I guess white white men can have a man bun. Can they though? But I guess that's cultural appropriation because female haircut, right? That's right? that's gender appropriation, sure. right? Sure. Um, Basically, you're, what you're saying is it's fucking ridiculous. The moment we start putting labels on what haircuts certain races can have. I'm sorry. We've gone that's far. segregation. If you wanna, yeah, if you want to say that you're the racist, that's segregation. You say he's doing something wrong for having a haircut. You're being racist to him. If it, look, nothing, you're white, so you can't have that. Look, that's racist. He's a white kid from California, I think. Uh, I think. I think. 
He just looks like he's from California. Uh, and he's got money. He's an actor. So what's the first thing that most people think of? And I, I well, that's the problem. I if it's a not, random white dude walking down the street with dreadlocks, nobody cares. He's an actor. He's famous. I now it's do a problem. Not, I do not use this term because I think this term is abhorrently racist. They they just automatically assume white privilege. Yep. I think I think the term white privilege abhorrently racist. Okay, the the whole definition it can be it the, can be the definition of racism is holding something against a certain race. So when you yep. say things like white for, privilege, when you say "spick" to a Hispanic, that is you a can ne- say that that's you a are Hispanic. that's a negative connotation towards a racial group, a race, yeah. or an ethnic yeah. group. That's racism. When you look at a white person and you go white privilege, you are that's, you are that is a, a negative connotation yeah, towards, towards a white an ethnic group to a yeah. Caucasian. Yeah, that's that's abhorrently racist. Yeah, right. Okay, I I can meet you there. Right, I can meet you there. Yeah, is absolutely. it is it on the level of spick or the n word? No. no, 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 it's no. not. But, but you can't cry but it can foul. Get there. It can get there. You cannot call. You cannot cry foul, and then be a proprietor of. Well, you don't get it because you're white privilege. That's racist. You can't yeah. do that. No, I I you I don't can see get what that, you're saying. Right, I see what you're saying. I have a problem with this because that's yeah. that's for me. I, and I'm going to use it. Everybody wants to point the finger, but they don't I'll, realize they're doing it themselves. I'll use the firm word. This is segregation. When you start segregating things where you can have this because you're this color, you can have this because you're this ethnic. Group. That's that's, that's segregation. segregation. Yeah. That's, and I'm going to use that word because at that point. people will people hear this word and this is a taboo word and rightfully so. But that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's, that's what we're it. doing, ladies and that's gentlemen. exactly what we're doing. The kid got the kid got dreadlocks. It doesn't matter, okay? It doesn't matter. It's that, a uh, fucking haircut. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Okay. It's the same thing like Chick Fil A. We're gonna start. We're gonna rename this podcast Chick Fil A or Big like, Sauce. Yeah. It's just like Chick Fil A. Yeah. The it's chicken is Eat not chicken. bigotry. bigotry. <laughs> the chicken's not bigotry. The title of episode seven. Episode seven. Go listen. No, I saw this article this, about Zac uh, Efron, and it just it, that's ridiculous. It enraged yeah. me. Yeah. I was zero to ten. It does bring me to uh, one of the articles I found out is. Uh, I found it a couple weeks ago before I left, I believe. Um, and I'm not sure. It doesn't have a date on <laughs> it. I think it was fairly recent when I saw it. But uh, that brings me to an article I found about uh, there was some outrage in Baltimore uh, for, for a controversial Dunkin' Donuts sign. So there's a sign, kind of like a hand, like a a made not it's not like a sign outside it's like a, a piece of sheet piece of sheet of paper on the you know tape to the door or something basically like a like a store made sign like hey here's a notice right and the sign says call this number if you hear an employee talking in any other language but english and you'll get a free coffee and pastry say that one more time okay so the sign says Call this number if you hear an employee talking in any other language but English, and you'll get a free coffee and pastry. Basically, if you hear someone speaking Spanish yeah. or German or I don't know, <laughs> you name it, call the, this number and you get some free shit. Ladies and gentlemen, the predominant language in Florida is Spanish. Yeah, well, this was in Baltimore, <laughs> so it, you know English. I assume I don't English know how many primary, Spanish yeah. people there are in Baltimore. There's probably some, but is is the Spanish speaking population that big? Don't know. 
Is it as big as Florida? Probably not. I have a hunch on this one that I just thought of, and I, I can I can I can tell it to you on a, a, off air. Okay. Yeah, because it's gonna take me a minute to explain, and okay. it's not the way I'm gonna say it's not gonna sound. It's gonna so be great. tough to it's tough to sound, explain. Yeah. I'm gonna come off terrible, so but, we're just uh, gonna skip over. It. So obviously that's pretty ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous, um, but. It, it happens every day, day at nail salons. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't. No, it like, does. And and you know they're they're probably not talking. They're not always talking shit. But you know it happens sometimes, right? Well, of course, of course. But that's so. That's kind of what it's, I think what it stems from. Because basically, the article also says that uh, a news station called uh, the number, and it was the general manager, and he said or she. I, I don't think it stated if it was a he or she, but they stated that it was old like oh that's an old sign now it's still on the door apparently but it's an old sign um and the dunkin donuts corporate office came out and said it was posted by the general manager to address a customer service and satisfaction issue that they were having but they laid the general manager later realized that wasn't a good idea yeah, I mean, look, having a sign like that, not a good idea. Encur- no, absolutely, but <laughs> encourage- how do you think it is a good idea? Encouraging your employees to not do that, I think that that's not so bad. No, I can- now listen, I I don't necessarily see a problem with now if it's if you're in a predominantly Spanish speaking area, like the one time we went, one time we went to Miami and we tried ordering food, and I couldn't order anything because I couldn't read the menu or talk to the person. Yeah. It was all in Spanish. Yeah. So you had to help out, and that's fine, because I'm in Miami. I understand that. Yeah. But in the middle of Baltimore, I'm assuming it's all English. So I'm assuming there was an issue where, you know, a customer complained because they said it was a customer satisfaction issue. And now, if that's the case, go and talk to those employees and say, listen, when there's customers around, you know, speak to them in English, speak to each other. I'm assuming you have to be able to speak English to work, you know, at so, least have some English, right? To be able to serve and work. The you, I mean, the standard speaking in English. I mean, yeah. that's you're in America. The standard is English. English. Yes, Spanish is huge, but in the middle of Baltimore, is it really? I think it's safe practice to speak English when customers. And we're around. just assuming it's Spanish, but <clears throat> I think it's safe practice to to speak well, English when customers around because it alleviates up. those kind of issues, right? Well, that's it. You don't have customers complaining because they think somebody's talking about them. Yeah. And well, and that's also a problem with, you know, let's let's go back to that white privilege. You know, people th- always think, oh, well, they're talking about me because it's in another language. Well, yeah. not, necessarily. No, not necessarily. They're just talking because that's how they talk probably to each just other. Easier it's to probably converse. Just easier for them to converse. And that's fine. But the manager should have just said, hey, in front of customers, can you please, you know, try to keep it to English so everybody's comfortable. It's not that hard. You, you know, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole for thinking uh, it's not that hard. But, you know, you know, if you need them to speak English and they can't, why'd you hire them? You the, know, the lady, when she's around people that speak Mandarin, she, she speaks Mandarin Absolutely. to them because it's easier for her and them. It's easier for her to converse because yeah. she's able to form better sense and structure. Right? And that's great because she didn't learn English till um I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this up. I think 14. Um, after 10 years old, when you learn a new language, it doesn't get stored yeah, in your language center. It gets stored in long term memory. So you're not you're never gonna have that fluid fluidity it's that you would have if you learned you know a couple of languages as a child. 
Now, can you get good? Of course, Absolutely. right? But you're always going to be comfortable with your primary language. And I don't see a problem you know. with people speaking their primary language. No, I absolutely don't. absolutely not. I don't. Absolutely not. Uh, America's a melting pot. Speak whatever yeah. language you want. The yeah, standard is absolutely. English. You know, when you go to restaurants, you go to places, it should be in English. Standard. It should, it's right? It's the majority, that, that, that's so that's what the they standard, go with. Right? That's the average, right? Um, yeah, and there's places in Florida. I use Florida as an example because that's where we live, that's where we're from. It's you where know, there's going to be places where a lot of places the menus are in Spanish. Yeah, right, and that's fine. You, you, you because that's know that. that's the average that's the in the community that's the that average. the establishment is located yeah. in. Right, they so they cater to their right. average. So catering to your demographic, that's 100 percent okay. I have no Absolutely. problem with that. So I mean, if your demographic is you know Swahili, please. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I will. I will ask questions and I'll figure the menu. I'll out. try to figure it and out. If I can't figure it out, uh, you know, that's how it works. When I go to, I'll, a, I'll just point. When I was something. in Mexico, I I'll just kind of figure it out. Okay. Oh yeah, that don't know what it says. Sure. Sounds good. Let me get I'll one of these. It. I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher the name of what I'm trying to order, but let me get one. Yeah. And whatever you bring me, I'm gonna eat. It's not. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong to like behind the scenes go hey guys no when customers are around try to keep it to you know whatever the demographic is right no but to i put don't up think a there's sign, anything wrong, but to put up a sign again that's uh to call people out it's a little bit of and then to offer free shit yeah <laughs> for doing it yeah i just call just because oh yeah i heard here's, something here's a free donut something free for, like, for tattling you know a lot you. of people are gonna do that yeah like, it's ridiculous that's a bad move it's a bad look for dunkin donuts well yeah yeah, and they're like, if you go to a Dunkin' Donuts, man, it's a diverse employee group. Yeah, and, it usually you know, is. Yeah, I mean, any, anywhere I've been to a Dunkin' Donuts, they're usually fairly diverse. The country of consent was Sweden. 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 You were close. Oh, you got sweet, the S yeah. and the so W. If you don't, if the if the man or woman doesn't verbally out loud say yes, it is not just a sexual assault. It's straight up rape. Wow. So you have to, so, all right, so you go out, you have a nice dinner, you have a couple drinks, you're on a date, go back to the, back to the pad, the apartment, the house, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you both have to look at each other and just stand there and say, yes. Yes. Both of you. Both, because you said man or woman, both of you. Well, I mean, whoever is the. Well, I guess if somebody wh- Whoever is the provocateur, yeah, right? Yeah, so if somebody so asks. So if I'm coming on, <clears throat> she would need to tell me yes. Yes. You can you can hit yeah. on me, okay? Yeah, or yeah. else I I would okay. I she could get. I don't I, think I it's a be, bad move. No, it's not. I mean, look look at what's happened. No, I know we've created this well, problem. But like I said before, I think it's going to still happen either way. If you're gonna rape somebody, you're not gonna wait for them to say yes or not. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think if that, you're the type of person that's going to rape somebody, you're still oh going to yeah. rape somebody. So I think it helps with situations of, you know, uh, people accusing and it's maybe not real. I think it can help in that area. Laws like, but if you're going to rape, you're going to rape. Laws like these add fail safes. Exactly. They add fail safes. Exactly. It's not going to stop a rape, but it might prevent It might help. One. Yes. Right. And, and I'm all for the that. If it I can say, prevent the one reason or two, way I, then I that's say great. it's not going to stop it because, like you said, if you're going to rape, you're going to rape. But it might prevent one. Might prevent a couple. Yeah. And if it does, if it prevents one, then it's a good law. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Back on the sexual assault. Woo! Come, I mean, we were hitting all LeBron sexual assault. Ah, we're back. We're back on a roll we're here. We're back in, baby. We're just we're over in. an hour. 
I hope you guys really, I hope you guys like episode seven. Uh, oh God. That was a, yeah. That was a train wreck. Eh, yeah. It really wasn't a train wreck. That's, that's literally well, just, that's a, unfortunately a typical conversation. That's where our brains go. But we were a little sponsored up, so that doesn't help. A little sponsored up. A little so sponsored we're, we're a little more loosey goosey than we, than we would normally be. Well, and Vintage maybe. Reynolds like to, likes to, uh, Peacock. Yeah, but I guess the best way to put it is um, set the line on fire and jump over it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no line. So the whole episode, we were basically just trying to wrangle him in. Yeah, we we (laughs) try to talk about something and he just changed the subject. But uh, there's some times where he was just making guttural sounds. Yeah, just random sounds. So yeah. yeah, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to seven. It's probably my favorite so far. It's it's a good one. Yeah. It's the shortest so far. It's just over an hour. Yeah. Um, That's our new format, baby. It's a good keep one so short. far. So right now we're just over an hour. So we'll maybe do a little more and wrap up. Yeah, let's round this bad boy out with the with the draft killing. Okay. Unless, unless yeah, you got you something, no, no, unless no, you got I, something, nothing else that was uh, necessarily really good. Because yeah. um, this one, was I a, think this is something we can talk about for maybe ten minutes and yeah, wrap this it is up. a little. This, this is, is going to take a little bit one, of time. This is one of those knee jerks that I had originally. And then I, then I, then I, then I heard a few things about the article, uh-huh. and I went, "Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, bad decision, but yeah. not a bad act." You yeah. Know? So, um, a woman uh, last year, a woman, um, spacing on her name, Tess. I'll just use her last name, Miss Tally. I gave away her entire name, so what does it matter? <laughs> Tess Thompson Tally. Uh, she posted. She posted. Three T's. Yeah. Triple T. Triple T. That's what we'll call her. Triple T. She posted a photo last year of her killing a. a she's just posted up with a giraffe that she had just shot. It is a rare subspecies of giraffe. It turned uh, kind of a darkish black now, color uh, now, with old age. Now, though, you do say it's a rare subspecies. What makes it a rare subspecies of giraffe? Because what is it? Only, only the this certain subset turns allegedly black. turns black with old age. But is it a rare subspecies? Well, it, it's rare like, in the sense that their numbers are dwindling. Okay. Of this specific okay. giraffe. On that specific species. Yes. Now, giraffe, I don't know the numbers, but... Yeah. Probably I haven't heard anything, so they're probably doing decent, but this... Up in, and there are subspecies. And honestly, most subspecies... Um, all that usually means is they're just from a different yeah. area, honestly. And so, it's like, like ethnicities. If, yeah, they're from. It's, yeah, it's exact, like a Cuban and a Puerto Rican. That's exactly what it is. We're both Spanish. That's exactly what that's it is. It. Yeah, they're the same thing. They're just from different areas, so uh, <coughs> they might have evolved a little differently. So this this one, they turn black when they get older. Yes, and he was eighteen, so uh, he's that's, that's old for an animal. A, he was he was massive. He was so large. Yeah, he's very old. He's eighteen. He's still in pretty decent health, apparently. Mm-hmm. So she posted a photo of her standing next to it after she had killed it, okay. um, and she did it in South Africa, from what I've deduced. Okay. So an African news gazette, I, I somehow stumbled upon the pictures and I took them off of her Facebook, posted them on their Twitter website, and the the headline was. White American savage who is partially Neanderthal comes to Africa and shoots down a very rare black giraffe courtesy of South Africa stupidity. Now, no, Africa posted South Africa posted that. Some, Africa. Because an African because hunting an African news website posted 
Hunting is what South Africa lives on, and most of Africa lives on. Well, that's why. They, that's why I, I I think they meant to say a white American savage who is partly Neanderthal comes to South Africa. Yeah, they only said Africa. Well, but because still. at the end they said, you know, but shoots down a very rare black giraffe courtesy of South Africa stupidity. Yeah, like allowing them to do this. Yeah. Right? So they're bashing it. Yeah, South yeah, Africa yeah. itself was bashing it, or at least just this paper, this the, the person country, that wrote the article. The Afri- Africa was bashing South Africa for allowing this. Okay, but didn't you say it was the South Africa Gazette or something? An African news website. Okay, An okay. African news gazette is what Okay, so it's probably somewhere else in Africa bashing yeah. South Africa. Yes. Okay. And when I read the headline, I, I saw the draft and I, I was immediately outraged. I said, what is the point of killing a giraffe like that? What, 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 what is there to gain of this and posting a picture on Facebook for your own personal trophy catalog? I, it's just stupidity. Yeah. And then I read a little more into I, it. I, when you read a headline like that, don't well, you, ever well, that's it. click you can't that. Go right? off the headline. So then I did a little research into because they're they're giving you all the things. Listen, white American comes here, Neanderthal, uh, rare, rare <coughs> giraffe. Like people love giraffes. People don't want things that are rare taken away. So like yep. they're they're hitting all the buttons. Yep. You know. And I I, I did a little more research and then uh, actually. Uh, one of my favorite podcasters, Joe Rogan, talked about it and kind of <laughs> confirmed exactly what I had read from the Orlando Sentinel. Okay. Um, so this giraffe, 18 years old. That's old. It's old. That's very so he's old. much larger than the breeding adults that yes. are in that same area. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he's so old, he probably doesn't breed himself anymore. More than likely cannot. More than likely not. I would imagine so. That That's, that's old for an animal, for one. Um, you know, obviously some... African games can, you know, like bigger animals, like, like deer, like in the, in the States here, deer. I mean, if you get a seven, eight year old deer, that's old. Like their teeth are almost all gone. Like people don't understand that. That's why like hunting, you try to kill the older, mature bucks and animals when you hunt, because they're getting to the point where they can't even live at that point. You know what I'm saying? Starving to death. When your, when your teeth are completely almost gone when you're eight years old. I mean, that's you're you're at your prime. So this this giraffe is 18. He's probably getting pretty damn close to his prime. Yeah, and um, well, not even prime over. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like prime of life, like years of life. Well, he's 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 he, he's almost know, done. He's riding off into the sunset. Yeah, right. Um, and I I knew this. I knew giraffes were very aggressive. They are very aggressive. A, Everybody thinks they're these cute, cuddly, long-necked animals, but they're very, very aggressive. aggressive. And they're very territorial. Yes. So when a when an, a giraffe gets to this age, in order to keep his territory, he starts killing the younger adults that are of breeding age. He See, had, and that's, that's where you come into the issues, because now you got... He had he's killed... He's dwindling the... Already dwindling numbers. He's dwindling the already dwindling numbers. So take out one to save the numbers. Well, he takes out he, he and this is uh, this is a fact. He had killed three adult male giraffes of breeding age uh, already. See, and how many more is he going to kill if right? you don't take them out? And you're like, oh, it's just three giraffes. Well, those three breeding giraffes breed three each 
four each, five yeah. each, Your three, numbers go four, up. five. You know, knocked whatever, out a dozen right? He might have knocked giraffes. out double-digit giraffes yeah. by knocking these three down. Yeah. So he was already marked to be murdered. He had to be yeah, put down. Yeah, him, because he himself is ruining Ooh. the numbers. Yeah. Now, and this is this is something that a lot of people don't don't know or understand either, because everybody's so quick to jump down hunting's throat. And I'm I'm not a hunter, but I know a lot about it with work I've done in the past, and especially in Africa, like Africa lives off the money and the meat from hunting from Americans coming and other you know people from other countries, but a lot of Americans go over there to hunt, and they donate the meat to the villages they eat a you know that that thrives the villages with meat for months usually uh the money the influx in the economy that they get from a couple hunters coming over is ridiculous and i was going somewhere else with that but then i kind of jumped down that road and i don't remember where i was going but well, anyway well I'll, I'll, let me, let also me, a good topic yeah let me well just to piggyback off that there's a website africacheck.org this is an organization that tries to come up with uh <clears throat> An approximate I know where I was going. number on what the hunt the legal legal hunters provide in economical support yeah. to the country. Yeah. Um, and it's somewhere between two hundred and four hundred million dollars every year. And it That's just doesn't lot. go to the people. It also goes um uh, to everything. It goes to enhance the survival of giraffes, elephants, lion, and other magnificent creatures. That's that's where I was going right? with it too, is um you know, a lot of people like to get upset when they hear that people hunt elephants but a lot of the times the elephants are being hunted because they're destroying villages and killing people so like you said this giraffe got marked for killing other giraffes and ruining the numbers for killing you know males of mating age well there's these elephants that come into these villages and just get territorial and destroy Destroy the villages, destroy the people, kill people, kill the crops. You know, I mean, the, these people are, are very poor living in these little villages and they have nothing. And an elephant comes in and destroys everything. And you're going to get mad at somebody for coming and shooting it and then feeding that village for the next year off of an elephant. Yeah. In, in Zimbabwe, elephants uh, in 2015, they destroyed more than 17,000 acres of crops. Yeah. I'm sorry. They destroyed 17,000 uh, acres of crops between 2010 and 2015. But that's still a ton. <clears throat> yeah, no. 17,000 acres. Now, that's a lot. It might not sound like a lot, but it's a lot, especially in a poor ass country like Africa. Yeah. You, you know? know, trophy hunting in Africa in 2015 ranked 10th out of 11 on the list of threats to wildlife. Poaching was number one. So anything that we say, we're not factoring illegal hunting. Illegal hunting well, is course. horrible uh, yeah, and should not be allowed, no. right? But legal hunting, legal hunting is 10th out of 11th of a threat to wildlife. And it is also combating the number one threat because legal hunting, like we said, does give back to conservations yeah. and governmental programs to prevent and sustain the life of the ecosystem that they have there. And like you said, these older ones, unfortunately, it's horrible, but they have to get put they down. They have to get put down. That that giraffe that the lady that Triple T killed um, was given back to the village and it fed 200 people. For probably like a month. It fed 200 like, people. It's a lot of meat. You know, you have a lot of, uh, you, you have hunters that don't get enough credit, you know, like Cameron Haynes who goes up there with a the bow and arrow and he knocks yeah. down an elk or two. 
an older one, and that's what his family eats for the next six months. And that's fantastic. You know? Because listen, if you're going to go to the grocery store and think you're being ethical because you're just, you know, going there and buying your meat there, well, you're not. That's the problem. In addition to destroying those crops, elephants killed 139 people in Zimbabwe between 2010 and 2015. Right. Yeah. And let, let, let me let me put this in perspective for people that live in in Florida. How many people per year are killed by an alligator? Probably less than ten. Right. Yeah. I I'd don't say know. I'd say per I'd year. Say it's not a lot because you never really hear about let, it. Let, let's go high. Let's go fifteen. Are you, name one person that isn't terrified of an alligator? Yeah. Yeah. Name one person that you know that sees an alligator and walk right up to it. Now, imagine an elephant. Now, you think of an elephant, you don't think that way. Well, no, because... And I'm not trying to point this picture as an elephant as being terrible. No, they're beautiful. Well, no, 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 no. They're beautiful creatures. But we think that they're these... We don't think that way about them because... We see them in zoos. We see them in zoos and in Disney movies. Like, yes. they, they're this beautiful animal. They're this all-knowing, loving animal, and they're just going to pick you up and throw them on their back. And they are beautiful. They are beautiful. Alligators are beautiful. You've ever been up close yeah. to an alligator? Alligators are, are but, beautiful. But you know what they can do to you. They're murderers. That's the problem is you don't understand ass. what these animals that don't live here, that well, that aren't supposed to live here, you don't understand what they actually do. They're still wild animals. They still kill. Yeah, the it, it the meat from that giraffe provided uh, meat for 200 people at the village, and it also included pr- providing food to an orphanage. So when That's people awesome. when people think that these that the that these like I said, illegal hunting is awful, right? Of course. But if you yeah. do it in a controlled setting wrong. and you do it legally, like you said, a lot of the times they're tagging animals that are of that age that better. need to just yeah. move on. Listen, because they're hurting their own ecosystem. I've been to Africa three times now for hunting purposes with my with my old job. And every time we harvested an animal it was an older animal. You have guides there. You have trackers there. They tell you this is the one to shoot. It's all managed. You're not just going out there killing everything you see. You know, in Hollywood, and I've, and I've said this before in this podcast, Hollywood doesn't isn't helping themselves. You know, a lot well, of no. times you get these people that stand up there and they try to tell you how to live your life. And you have the thing like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. Okay. You can't tell people how to live your life when you're living a sketchy a life bag. yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, when they're outspoken about the dolphin killings in the Korean countries, like that's horrible. It's yeah, illegal. Absolutely. That's illegal. Absolutely. But you can't get outraged about something that is legal in a country. I'm sorry. And that is being done for a purpose. Yes. The numbers have actually skyrocketed in a lot of animals since they started bringing back hunting in certain countries in Africa. There's certain. Because uh, it helps manage the population. You take out the old ones that can't breed or that are hurting the population or are going to die anyway because they can't eat anymore. They're they're hiring they're hiring hunters to come, and I don't know if it does in the U.S. Uh, but the wild boars. Yeah, they're no, hired, no, Texas. Go to Texas. It's, it's in Texas, right? Yeah. I, okay. I didn't huge, want to misspeak, but I thought it was it's in the huge. US. Actually, it's becoming huge in a lot of states. Florida, you do not need a license or a tag to kill a hog in Florida. If you see a hog, you can go and kill it. So wild, because they're a nuisance, they're destroying shit, and it's even worse in Texas. Wild boars are some of the most aggressive animals in the world. Very aggressive, and they and breed, they destroy everything. They breed uncontrollably. Yeah. 
their, have, their litters are so large and they can breed at such a rapid rate. They'll have litters like three, four, five times a year. Yes. And a litter might be a dozen. Yeah, I was going to say eight to ten, a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it can be a lot. So we're talking, you know, in a, in, in a matter of one year, a female boar can have, uh, you know, what do we say? On a low side, 30 more, right? Yeah. And then you exponentiate those 30 when they get to breeding age could have it's a year. And I'm pretty sure the, the breeding age for pigs is pretty young. Yeah. Like it doesn't take long for them to be of breeding age, you know, so they're hiring hunters to and they're putting them in helicopters and, you know, just letting them just mow the only, them down. It's the only way you can find the numbers like that. It's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a bad it's, it's a bad way to do it. It's but inhumane. It's come but to the point. That's where we're at. It's come to the point where that's the only way they can figure to manage it. Look at access deer in some parts. Access deer, you know. Access deer are awesome, yeah. They're 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 overpopulated. They're becoming overpopulated. Yeah. And that's a lot of that's that's why there's hunting, that's why there's tags. So listen, every state gives out a certain amount of tags for every animal every season. They have biologists, they have scientists, they say, This is how many animals there are. And this is how many animals this area can sustain. So here's 100 tags. We need to try and take out 100 deer yeah. this year. We need to try and kill 1,000 hogs <coughs> this month. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's all for a reason. Yep. And as long as you're not a shit bag. Well, th- that's, the, that's the whole point of where I was going with this. And to, to sum this, to wrap this, to bring this all the way around. My whole point of bringing this article up is, look... What she did was for the betterment of the ecosystem of this certain giraffe, right? What she did was a good thing, and it might not seem like a good thing to most people. And that that is where I think she takes some some fault here. Okay. Instead of posting just a willy-nilly photo from you in Africa with a large, beautiful giraffe next to you with your rifle, you know, Make sure the caption explains why you did this. So she didn't explain it. She just no. kind of said, oh, here's a picture. Right. And yeah, this could have been a little stunt by that African newsletter well, just like, grabbing it and making their original theirs. post. I did you not. Know, like, did, maybe she did write a but whole it, story. I, can, I, can, I, 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 I did not read her post, but I, I know for a fact it did not help her. Well, no, and that's 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 my issue. That's if problem, you're going yeah. to go to if you're going to go to another country or in the U.S., well, it's not even that. If you're going to post a picture, a large animal. And you know, look, we weren't born yesterday. You know what animals people love. Well, that's it. If you're going to hunt a large animal. You know what animals people are going to be sensitive about. And you're doing it for a purpose and a reason. Just put a little disclaimer, put a little background information. Let us know. That way, when someone reads this, it doesn't become a story. Yeah. And you don't look bad. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I can agree with that. That's it. Help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. Don't, you know, this, this, we can, we can expand this topic even larger. It's just social media, man. Just be careful with what you put on there. And when you do put something that people could perceive as being racially insensitive or cultural appropriation, give a little background information. We always have that option of putting a description, put a description there, let people know, Hey, this is why I feel this way. Because guess what? We can't wrong people for feeling a certain way. And we can't wrong people for doing things that are legal and good for certain things. Right. We all perceive things differently. Absolutely. So help people out by helping help yourself by helping people understand. Help them understand. Because when you understand, hey, this giraffe needed to be killed Mm -hmm. because it was hurting its ecosystem. It was hurting, you know, the 
the, the yeah, meat, the numbers, and then the, all the, the good, helps. all the good yeah. that the corpse it all does, out. lay it all out for the community. Then you then you step step back and you go, absolutely, you didn't do anything wrong. No, and and I think that's a that's a great way to put it. And I I still feel you're going to have certain people that just they're not going to give a shit what you say. They're going to be outraged because they're outraged because they hate this or they hate that, and they probably haven't done any research to know all of this you know but at least put it out there so it doesn't blow up into something big because some asshole wants to just go oh well you know she's an asshole a piece of shit for doing this well how about you read what it says and do your research let's flip it around do your research do your research do your research before you label someone a certain way absolutely Help yourself too. Yeah, it's not always on the person. No, she could not. she could have helped herself out by putting she could a little have helped thing herself, there. But you could right? have helped yourself. But you could also go, oh, oh shit. There's a reason. There was a reason for yeah. this. No, obviously, if it's just a random picture, you don't know. You can't do background checks on that. But in other situations, you can do research. Yep. Read a little more, ladies and gentlemen, and know what don't you're talking pass about. Judgment so quickly. Also, if you're going to post something for the world to see. Put a little caption. Explain why you do this. Help yourself out. That's it. I think it's, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. I think it's a pretty good way to end it. Woo! Day, man. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We're out.